Hello, my name is Curtis and welcome to Boy Let Me Tell You. Have you ever experienced something that was just so like frustrating in life that you had to just call your best friend, call your brother, call somebody and let them know about the bullshit? Well, I have a lot of those moments. My brother has a lot of those moments and we often call each other to share. But at some point we were like, hey, let's let's put this into a podcast. Let's talk about some other stuff. Let's get some other people involved. So here we are. Um, you can expect on this podcast for us to talk about life's daily ups and downs, but also talk about things like career development, uh, raising a family, investing, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'll preface all that by saying we are not experts in those fields, but we are two people who are trying to figure that shit the fuck out so we can make our lives better. So join us, subscribe to the podcast, interact with us on social media, et cetera, et cetera. Looking forward to talking to y'all in future episodes. Bye. I've been trying for the past few years to build up a career working in tech, doing, doing uh, project management, program management, that whole thing, building teams, building products. And that's just incredibly complex and hard. Like, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into getting an idea um, out and with the public and, um, you know, with any project, with any plan, no, nothing survives first contact with the enemy. So let's get into specifics. So a few months ago, um, my most recent failure that sucked was I was working with a client and we were trying to build a credit card. Um, so it was a FinTech product where uh, only so much I can say, but essentially it was like a buy now, pay later type of deal, um, but in credit format. And so we were working with a pretty large client. Uh, we had a full team, full cross-functional team, myself leading the team. We had some product folks, some engineering folks, some design folks, some UI, UX folks. And uh, for whatever reason, I just could not get the client to trust the team, get out of their own way, and like let us do what we do. It was just hard. And specifically i guess i should say the issue was looking back on it the client had a lot of pressure to build this product to make it work to generate revenue quickly and we did not help them understand that building a brand new product like this is a long road there's going to be failures along the way we should expect those failures we should learn from those failures um i think instead we were trying to present ourselves as professionals, like we knew what we were doing. I think we gave them the impression that this would be smooth, um, there'd be no friction, and like this thing would just get launched and built in a year, which is obviously not true. So, you know, after months and months of trying, trying, and trying, ultimately the client lost confidence in myself. Um, as a leader of the team and I was removed from the team which sucked because I thought I was doing everything right um, and you know we can debate if I was or not but the, at the end of the day they felt like they needed to bring someone else in and my ego took a hit I think my reputation took a hit my self-confidence took a hit and honestly like I'm still recovering from it like that shit's hard. It was embarrassing because it's very public. 
like when you're leading a team, you know, I had about 20 people um, and all of them saw me getting removed. All of them saw me like lose my status, I guess, as a leader. Um, and that was embarrassing and hurt. And it also sucks when like, you know, I'm black, only black person in these fucking calls. Um, one of the few black people in a leadership position at the company and like just felt and I don't know that shit hurt so I guess I'll just kind of leave it right there uh clear I don't know any, any... no it was it was clear it was clear because my only question is uh you know do you do wh which version of me do you want do you want just the real me yeah, 100%. I'm giving the real me right Man, now. Man, you get your there. soft ass on somewhere. Like, <laughs> I understand it at the same time. Like, 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 did Curtis fail 100%? But yeah. when you get the full story, even after you left, you reached back out to the person who replaced you and yeah. nothing had changed. So, that's true. That's true. Wow. Yeah, the camera's talking about how the, the new Curtis that came in, the Captain Save a Ho, the, the, the knight in shining armor. I was like, hey, let's get together a month after you take over. Tell me how things are going. And he's like, yeah, I've changed nothing that you're doing. Uh, it's still in shambles. And uh, now they started removing other people. See, so. and that's where, what, from, from the outside looking in, because I'm not in the tech industry, y'all. I'm in, I'm in sales. And from the outside looking in, it just looked like Curtis wasn't given a lot of direction, was put on a huge project that... Um, Honestly, he didn't. Have, he probably shouldn't have been put on because he didn't have the experience. And even 100%. with that, even with that, he still went above and beyond. Did everything. Was was busting his ass. And then when the client got mad, there there needed to be somebody to blame. And they're like, "Oh, let's blame the inexperienced guy who we probably shouldn't have put on the project in the first place." But Let's blame them anyway. And then even when they did and someone who actually had experience replaced them, that person was like, yeah, everything you did was great. And I'm like, so it's like, I understand this is a failure in being removed from the project. It was um, his first time being put on a project as a lead as, as of this level. But I don't wouldn't count that as a failure of, of because there's different levels of failure, different types of failure. Like this was a failure because you were removed from the project, but you were set up to fail. You were more likely to fail from it. And so for me, it's how do you maintain that? Oh, I messed up. But also, if you if you mess up or you believe you mess up on a project and then you go check after and you find out that other people are having the same issues or the same thing, then I would argue that you yourself didn't fail. You were put in a bad position. Now, it's still yeah. a failure to not get yourself out of a bad position, but you right. still made your job. You got put on another project. You, they still see your value. And at the end of the day, that like that, that's how that's how I see it as it's not the same type of failure. But I can understand it from an ego. Like when you want to when you do something, especially at the beginning, like you want it to work so bad. You want you want to be good. But I think that that we forget in life, and I'm guilty of this as well, because I'm a big dreamer person, but you forget that everything that you're really, really good at took a lot of time. Like the first time I played ball back in the day, y'all, and the first time I 
touch the basketball, I sucked. And even when I learned enough skills to be okay, you couldn't like go and put me on the varsity team at a high school. I would have been destroyed. And that's what it felt like they did to Curtis. Like, oh, he's been playing basketball for two, three years. Let's put him, let's start him on varsity and he's starting point guard and he's calling all the shots. And it's like, but bro, he's he's in the eighth grade. He needs more time to develop. And so it's a failure, yeah, but it's also you were put in a bad position. And then even after double check and they replaced you with somebody who was starting, and then that guy's like, bro, the coach sucks, the 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 GM suck, everybody sucks. And I was like, man, I don't I just I can't let you just sit there and live in that. I'm not with it. Cause I know how hard you work, I know all this stuff you did on the back end. That's how I feel. Boy, boy, I tell you, I love sports references. I don't know what it is. That shit makes my brain get it. Like we had talked about this so much, and that sports reference was phenomenal. Absolutely. You know what? Like, <laughs> it just it shit. is it is what it is. So going going off of that, um, I'll talk about a different type of failure uh for for my life was playing, being an athlete. I had NBA aspirations. I got to play one year overseas. And then when you get done, the ball stops dribbling for everybody, but at different times. Well, my whole life, all I had done was basketball till like 26. And then now suddenly it's like, oh, we got to do something else. But honestly, I didn't have any, I didn't have any soft skills. I mean, I could communicate because, you know, you yell at people on the court and blah, blah, blah. And I uh, had a degree, but I didn't, I hadn't worked like any job. I hadn't been building my corporate life. I hadn't done any of that. And what I didn't realize was the lie they told about college and everything where, oh, you get a degree, you'll get a good job. And then I got done and just my degree and the fact that I played sports, everybody's like, we love hiring athletes. Yep. But then when you don't have any skills, the only people to hire you are sales jobs, specifically commission sales jobs. And that would wouldn't doesn't work because you got to pay bills and you got to pay rent yep. and growing up you know low income um neither one of our parents uh uh talked about finances in the house so while like curtis had a different mindset because he straight out of high school moved out the house went to college four-year degree he was been on his own literally since like 18 and figuring this shit out so that eight years between 18 and 26, where he figured some shit out and landed at it, I was starting at like that mindset of I got to figure this shit out on my own at 26. And that failure of that and that like, like not playing basketball anymore, I got to figure out life. I didn't know what credit was, y'all. Like all of that was extremely rough and I, and I hated it. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, kind of kind of going back to it, I mean, I don't know, honestly, Cameron, if, if, if it's failure, if it's just fucking figuring life out, like, man, I, I don't, I don't think Cameron did anything wrong. I think Cameron was just in the situation. Cameron, he was doing what he, what he does. And then like you live, you learn, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, I think it is failure. It's just, but it's failure to prepare. I wasn't prepared, yeah. but it's hard to, again, it's hard to prepare for things that, you've literally never done or weren't aware of. You couldn't have prepared for the project that you were on right. unless you had done that before. Right. And I couldn't prepare for, you know, living life as an adult unless I had done that before. And in both instances, part of the failure I, I feel is on 
a little bit of other people because they didn't prepare us. But then I'm like, you can't go around blaming everybody else all the time. So I was just like, how quite how quickly can I get out of this level of failure? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and what lessons can I learn and move forward? <laughs> That's what and, I. And you know, looking back on it, like fuck, like I, so I, I came into it. Even when we started recording, I was like, man, failure fucking like hurts. I was just sad and down and shit. Thanks for getting me out of that. Like honestly, failure is good. Like people say, fail fast, fail often. And that's like a hundred percent true. I mean, like now you you don't want to go everywhere and just fuck everything up and fail everything. But like, I don't know about you. I learn the best, not the only way I learn, but I learn like like get the lesson when I fucking run into that wall and get my ass beat, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to remember this, so I'm not here again, and it worked my ass off to not be here again. You know what I mean? Yep, I understand that. And so two things. One, I don't want to discredit the emotion that you felt. Like, I know that hurt. Like, I, I feel like most people, when we have failure, like, that hurts. You're like, I thought this was going to work. Or I thought this was going to work this way. The other thing is, like, depression is real in our society, and I know it, and it's a real thing, and mental health is real. But I also feel part of depression is we're so stuck on what ways we should have moved when we failed instead of, hey, I did fail, but I'm still here and I'm still alive. And and what can I learn from this and impart to others from this? And how can I move forward? How can I grow from this? And being that I'm in sales, I'm always, um, I mean, well, just you're looking for your next sale. I have big dreams and aspirations. And so just speaking from it in a monetary sense, I go, when I read books about millionaires and billionaires, they're like, fail fast, fail often. And failure isn't the enemy of success. It's like it's like the sister, the the brother. It's side by side, and you're going to fail. And I read this one book. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it it was about like um, Ray Dalio and all these guys, and and they say the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire is a billionaire sees every failure as an opportunity. Yeah, and. Even now, I understand that concept, but I'm like, I, I I struggle to find the opportunity in certain failures, and so I'm look I'm always looking for it. Like, how can I do this? How can how can I make this drop of the ball into an opportunity? And I don't always have that answer, but I think just by having that mindset, eventually those it'll it'll become clear to me. There's also the mental health aspect of it. And, and I just, as far as failure is concerned, I just got to say, guys, you're, you are going, if you're trying, if you're trying, if you're not going to try, you're not going to fail. Hey, don't worry about it. You can yeah. be content. There's nothing wrong with being content. If you build your life up to a certain level, you're and you're good there. That is total, totally fine. Cause you know, let's say you live in a mobile home and in, in, on two acres in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas. And that's where I'm from, so y'all don't come from my state. I was going to say, why got to be Arkansas? I was like, don't come from my state. I'm from <laughs> Arkansas. That's why I picked Arkansas, all right, y'all? But let's say you live in a trailer in there, and you're happy. Then, that, that like, like to what someone else who wants to be living a big house in L.A. or something, yeah. they might consider you having failed, but they don't know. What if you were, I don't know, a recovering meth addict who yeah. went through hazy shit, was in and out of prison, and and you built yourself up to this level. There was a lot of failure on the way to where you got, and then you just like, I'm content here. Yeah. I, I don't, I just don't want people to be like, I need to be trying all the time so much that I can't just be content where I'm, where I'm at. 
you know, I don't think you, I don't think you should be satisfied, but that's, that's my personal viewpoint. And what I've realized a lot in life is you can't, everybody doesn't think like you. And with that, I go, Hey, what, what is your contentment level? And then it's like, do the work where you're willing to get there, but realize you are going to fail all the time, all the time. And think of it like this, think of it like this. Cause this is bad, but this is true, y'all. And I'm gonna expose myself on, on my dark. Yes, space. expose niggas on the internet. No, yes. but it's, this is not a. This is a small one, but I think it's a good reference. One of my favorite things. I love kids, y'all. And uh, one of my favorite things is when babies are just starting to learn to walk, and they be trying to run after their parents in like the grocery store, and they fall flat on their face. Boy, yes. I be <laughs> crying laughing. That'd be hilarious. You know what I just thought about that could be? Sorry, sidebar real quick. There, there could be a fucking Instagram page of just like videos of babies falling. I would follow that shit. That shit's hilarious. I would follow that shit too, because I know y'all. Kids falling or kids just doing like little dumb stuff, hurting themselves. To me, it's hilarious. But you got to think, okay, for that kid, that kid's trying to walk. That kid's doing the best that they possibly can. They're trying to, and then they're trying to keep up with an adult, someone who has been walking so long. It's like, we don't even think about walking. We just tell our body to go places. Meanwhile, he's like, I need to move my legs faster to keep up with my parents. That kid's trying as hard as he can, but the parent is just walking. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like, that's like failure. And then when the kid falls, the, the parent might be concerned, right? Because that's their kid. But if it's my kid, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna laugh at his ass, her ass. I'm gonna be like, get your ass up. As long as they're not hurt, I'm gonna check on them. Y'all, don't come for me. But I like, if it, especially when it's not my kid and I can see they're not hurt, I laugh at it. But I think that's what happens in society nowadays. People are quick to judge and criticize. And people from the outside looking in aren't gonna realize how hard you are trying. So they're probably yeah. gonna laugh at you. It, it doesn't matter. Because whatever they get joy from it, like I laugh at other at babies falling. I do get joy from that. But I also realize that kid is trying as hard as he can. And I'm like, that that's going to be a lot of you guys out there. Like, you're trying as hard as you can. You're going to fall flat on your face. And you're going to get up and you're going to keep running and you're going to fall again. And you're going to keep falling. But then there will become a day when you realize, wait, when was the last time I fell down? You won't even be able to remember it. I'm planning on failing fast pretty soon, y'all. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to set up a moving business. This month, December, I'm doing all the little bullshit you got to do with the government, you know, getting all my licenses and shit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. January, I'm selling. January, your boy is going to be at somebody's house putting shit in a truck. My back's going to be hurting. That's fine. I'm going to get this transaction done. And along the way, I fully expect to fail and fuck something up. I'm going, you know, not intentionally, but, you know, not pack someone's furniture right. They get mad at me. Fuck that up. I'm going maybe not price a deal right and end up losing some money, whatever. I'm going to hire the wrong person and whatever. But I'm going to do that shit in the next one, two, three months. And I'm thinking I'm going to probably fail this winter into the spring but summer's the busy season for moving. And by then, I want to know my shit. I want to have learned from those mistakes. I want my business to be tight. And summer 2023, I want to be bringing in money. That's my goal. I've never set up. I've never ran a business. Summer 2023, all that's going to be done. Um, I'm, I want to have some employees. That's how I'm going to fail fast, Meg. Um yeah, just failures in the green and success. Get out there, take a risk, fail. It's okay. You'll be all right. 
I agree. I'm with it, y'all. I'm excited for my brother to be on his entrepreneurship journey, um, doing the whole thing. Cause fuck these white. Um, yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in uh, for this for the second, but first episode. Uh, boy, let me all, tell you, we uh, will be uh, back. Hold up, hold up. Oh, what? what Rude. What? The what? straight what? up dismissal. But yes, you literally was like, "This is how I'm gonna fail," and then just didn't even ask how <laughs> I was gonna do it. Yeah. Oh, uh, you wait, raggedy bitch! And I will not be treated like some street urchin from over the other side the of the tracks. Wait, am I? Is somebody else talking? No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Cameron, tell the people. I mean, like you know, we got we got to practice what we preach. So uh, where are you going to fail at next? So for me, I've been y'all. I ain't even going to hold you. Your boy been failing a lot. In the last, what, two years, Kurt, the level of failure for Cameron has been extremely high because I do try a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So right now with my level of failure is uh, I'm actually trying out comedy. I expect to fail at that. I expect to um, not get laughs. First of all, I am not offensive, so I know that ain't going to be the reason. It's just going to be the way I told my joke wasn't funny um, because I don't touch taboo topics because I'm not stupid. But... Um, Other than that is learning more about efficiency and um, organization. Like, I I am not good at that. Curtis is really good at that. Um, I'm an extrovert. I'm that run fast, you know, thing. And and I am not good at the details. And I expect to fail as I iron out my processes Mm -hmm. for my various endeavors. Because that's, that's, I, I, I get the initial success, like the launch goes well. It's the processes and it's the mundane work that have held me back. And so I know I'm going to fail, but I'm going to iron out those processes because I don't know. I, I have a good feeling about next year. I have no idea why. I feel like the future looks bright. I just, I, I really do. I'm always, also, I'm just always positive, but, but I really think it's so positive, y'all. I'd be like, God, the positivity is it's good. It's good. It's refreshing, but woo. <laughs> but, but it's also interesting too, because I've remained positive, but, uh, I've entered what me and Kurt call a uh, supervillain mode. And basically supervillain mode is um, where I failed. One thing I failed to do, you talk about fail to plan, was fail to set boundaries. And I had let so many people have so many parts of my life and do so much for people that it was leaving me broke, destitute, sad, blah, 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 because I felt like I was giving so much. And so now I've had to set boundaries and I probably like went too far, but Kurt knows. I'd be like, work home. I ain't doing nothing. Don't nobody talk to me. No interactions. Leave me alone. People will text me. I'm like, I'm not texting y'all back. And these are people who, when I was giving up freely, they would take advantage. But then let's say I needed something, they wouldn't be there. So my failure is a little, is how I'm going to fail is by setting those boundaries and getting processes in place. But also maintaining, I expect to fail in maintaining my boundaries because mm-hmm. that's something I struggle with. Mm-hmm. But, but, I, but I've been doing pretty good lately because because Kurt will tell you, I, uh, compared to me a year ago, I, people will be doing stuff and I'll be like, I, I ain't none of my business. I'm sitting at the crib. <laughs> Which is uh, a change because y'all Cameron be out here. Every time I check on this nigga, he, he used to, every time I call Cameron, be in the car. Where are you going to go fuck with some people? And I'll be like, ooh. <laughs> Jesus, boy. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, also, hey, no, wait. So we talked about my failure. We're failure. Uh, we're gonna do a shared failure. The next failure is gonna be this podcast. No, not not like it's gonna fail, but like 
First time doing a podcast. I love podcasts. First time recording one, editing one. My strategy is we're going to just record a bunch of shit. Y'all going to be hearing a bunch of shit and it's going to get better over time because we're going to figure it out. Yep, that sounds like a plan. That sounds like a plan. And I'm I'm excited for it uh, to see where it goes. I think it'll also help us in our uh, so many ways. Like I know to help public speaking. I know editing is a good hard skill. Um, just understanding how technology works is a great hard skill. Y'all, Curtis is smart. He be teaching me stuff. I'm smart, but but Curtis is, is smart, smart. No, I don't know about that. But thank but you. But he sucks at chess. I will beat him at chess. Boy, yes. I don't know. Ooh, chess. Fucking Foursquare. Uh, <laughs> constantly begin. Oh wait, not Foursquare. Wait, what's the game called where you drop in the chips and you got to get four in a row? Connect four. Connect four. Connect, <laughs> nigga. I everybody beats me. You know, EJ beat me at Connect Four, eighth grader. What is going on? <laughs> I, the crazy thing is, kind of so smart, detailed with processes, but something like I don't know them, them strategy games. Oh my god! But I, I, I don't it. know. It is what it is. But then it. this is what's funny about Kurt, and this is this is a, another thing that I think is great, a great mindset to have about failure. When you beat Kurt, he gets so mad that it may be nine months later you play him again. And he and he beat you. Be like, I've been waiting for this for nine months with your <laughs> bitch ass. <laughs> and he takes, he takes that failure like so personally. Months. He gets so mad, but it's really just competitiveness. It is dirty, dusty ass niggers. So, <laughs> I love it. All right, all right. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. We'll be back soon with some more episodes. Uh, y'all have a good day. Hello.